Once upon a time, there were millions of businesses struggling. Every day they wasted time, effort and energy on repetitive tasks that added no value. One day, the Better Automation podcast by Processio came to help them find the way. Because of this, these businesses save time, reduce costs, innovate and make better decisions. And because of that, these businesses grow, scale and use human creativity to change this world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm your host at Better Automation Podcast by Processio where I interview the world's top experts and share their very best ideas on how to improve automation in your business processes and life as well as many founders from the no-code community that will share their stories. My guest today is Marina Trykovska. Marina is an ambassador at Women Tech Makers, a project lead at NASA International Space Apps Challenge, a co-organizer at Google Developers Group Central Florida, a Scrum Master, a full-time bubble dev, and the co-founder of BioPage, which is backed by OnDeck X2. Marina, how are you today? Yay! Thank you for the amazing intro. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. I've been traveling last week, so still cannot get over that uh, jet lag, <laughs> but I'm doing okay, better. <laughs> I know what you mean, and I'm sure this next question is very related. It's similar to having a jet lag when you become a founder. So how is you being a founder different to what you expected compared to before having such experiences? Yeah, so this is actually, I mean, it, I'm a second time founder. I mean, the first time it was kind of bootstrapping everything and I uh, wasn't familiar with Bubble, which made a huge change in, in my world. So right now being a founder is, how can I stay? Being a founder and uh, knowing no code, that's a superpower. Like you can basically do anything you can imagine, like software related, <laughs> but uh, even not software related, anything that you can solve with software, um, you can definitely impact the, the world as a founder in the no code space. Thank you. I will ask you then, since you're a bubble dev as well, a lot of people say, and someone I spoke to, too many people are becoming bubble devs, that the market will be flooded and therefore that skill will become cheap. I understand for founders, you're doing it for yourself more than anything and therefore it's good to have it that way it becomes priceless. But what's your perspective on this? <laughs> That's an interesting question. Um, yeah, I, at the moment, I don't think there are that many founders, uh, that many bubblers. Uh, I'm hoping to see many more in the upcoming year. Uh, and I think that is a good thing, even though like it can get cheaper. <laughs> I, I think that it is always going to be um, very expensive to find a very good bubble developer. And I don't think that everyone can get there, but I do think that a lot of people should 
uh, that are interested in building something, building a technology, building a software, should uh, learn learn a no-code tool such as Bubble, especially Bubble because it's such a powerful tool. Um, you can basically build anything with it. Um, but yeah, I do expect to to see more and more people in in this area uh, because I believe that is the future of creating MVPs. Uh, not that many founders um, are reaching for no code technologies at the moment, and I do think that is uh, it's just my opinion, but I do think that's a kind of a mistake. Uh, because I'll give you an example. Um, with the previous startup, um, we built it with traditional code. And that was fine. It was a very good looking product. It was very nice. But we were struggling for one year to build a product and then approach clients and validate idea. I know there are many ways to validate even before you have a product, but still, when the product goes out, we failed <laughs> because it wasn't what we expected to be. But with no code, we were able to build a product within three weeks, test the idea, fail, build another product in the next two weeks, and then get better and better and better. Just iterate after iterate with every new feedback. Uh, and it makes us be more competitive to the market it it gives us sort of like a superpower to innovate to test features to create new ideas and just to be better as a founder so yeah i definitely think people should explore no-code technology more thank you i will play the devil's advocate very soon <laughs> but before that because i have a question for you about that but you mentioned it's hard to find a good bubble developer, let's say. What, how would someone know if they're dealing with a good bubble developer? What are the criteria? And if someone wants to reach that level, what uh, should they do? I spoke with JJ, who is known within the bubble dev community, and he said he spent months where he was for eight hours every day on bubble just to become, you know, um, good enough. That's not even for him to reach like a higher level, which means, I don't know, I imagine that's hundreds of hours just to become good enough. What's your perspective on this? What's your recommendation? And how would the founder know if they're dealing with a good bubble developer or someone who knows how to speak, but they don't deliver the goods? Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome question. Um, yeah, it is, it is uh, tricky, especially when something is, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that bubble is new. Bubble has been in this world for the last 10 years. <laughs> But people, it, it's gotten its momentum in the last year, uh, which is great. Um, so I even tweeted about this a while ago, uh, saying that, uh, what was my tweet? It was something like, um, it's, not, it's not that Bubble is slow or Bubble doesn't have like great performance. 
it's the bubbler that needs experience in how to build better databases. And it's not that bubble has like terrible UI, it's the bubbler that needs to learn about UI and UX. And the reason I tweeted that is because a lot of the people that are investigating Bubble and that are trying to build things with Bubble are looking for a shortcut. And that is, they use templates, they use templates for the databases right now, they use templates for the UI. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, I mean, that's okay, but maybe in the later stages, for example, I can use a template now and I can use a database template right now because I know what to expect, expect from it. But for someone that is new in this area, uh, and this goes probably against all of the no-code <laughs> mentality, but I do think that everyone that wants to become best uh, as a no-code builder, they have to learn the basics of building a software. And that is, they have to learn the logic behind the software, they have to learn how a database works, uh, they have to learn, like, oh, actually, what is a database? Like, how do we create database? I learned that way back in college, and that's why maybe Bubble was very... Um, I don't know, it came as so natural to me to understand, like it was very easy for me to understand because I learned that in the past. Uh, but also like creating beautiful designs, creating better interfaces for the users, that's very important. And that's not something that Bubble can teach you. And that's not Bubble's job to do, like it's yours as a developer. You have to learn the basics and Probably that answers my question. How do you differentiate someone, whether it's a good bubble developer or a bad one? <laughs> uh, is someone that understands the software logic, someone that understands databases, someone that understands all of those things, and one that is just following tutorials, creating bad interfaces, creating bad databases, and slow applications. Thank you. I love that. I have a question about that. But first, my devil's advocate question, which is, you said all founders should look into no code, focus on it, use it. It's very important. It's beautiful. So, you know, the devil's advocate question is, is no code a fad? Because what's happening is a lot of the teachers of courses about no code are noticing that a lot of the excitement that used to be about no code is moving ta now to biz ops and automation and all that. So were people just excited about no code and now it became not the hot thing and they moved to something else and therefore no code risks being a smaller space in people's mind or in the usefulness or in how popular it becomes? Or do you believe that uh, no code is here to stay, it will keep growing, and those people who are excited are the people who are using templates anyway, and therefore they were not making any big difference? So it, it goes the same as with crypto, I believe. Is it an excitement? Is it just a phase in this world? Is it going to be abandoned? And the truth is no. I mean, 
bubble and not just bubble like a lot of no code tools have been around since i don't know like maybe 15 years ago uh i believe that even microsoft had a website builder tool with which was just drag and drop wordpress is a no code tool and it's not just something that came out of nowhere everyone started using no code it's very trendy it's super cool I think the people, the people uh, brought it to life. Like the, the need for building something quickly, for testing ideas quickly, brought Bubble to life. Even though Bubble existed like 10 years ago, um, people were so into building things with uh, code. But I think that as you build, you learn that you need to be faster in this world. You need to test your ideas much faster. And that's where Bubble comes in. Um, it gives you really good advantage in front of competitors to test ideas, to move quickly, to uh, like fail not so painfully, <laughs> um, which is great. And one other thing which definitely reassures me that this is for this is here to stay is the community itself. And not just the bubble community, but the whole like no code community. It's amazing. It's like nothing. I mean, as you mentioned in my intro, like I've been part of a lot of communities. The Google developers one is, is one of the largest communities on, in the world. And this one is, I believe, like the most supportive, the most like helpful community I've ever been part of. And I think that's the main reason why Bubble is becoming more and more popular, why people are more and more encouraged to try it out, to use it. And yeah, I think it's here to stay, definitely. Thank you. I love that answer. You mentioned as well that someone to become a good no-code maker or user of those tools, they should understand the basics and logic of software. Well the promise or the hype of no code is that any person can use it any person can be that person do you believe that or do you believe even though no code tools are easy they're not easy enough for a lay person or any person to become a no code maker and on the second hand too to ask you you are now a founder you could have made a lot of money or hopefully a lot of money being a bubble dev offering your services to others why becoming a founder where you're taking a risk to lose it all or did you always feel that if you're building for yourself you're giving yourself more of an opportunity and a chance compared to working for other people and uh, tell me like the whole perspective as a bubble dev did you experience the normal freelance uh, you know uh, situation where you have clients and then no clients and then clients and then no clients or because there is a lot of excitement you always had a lot of clients how was it yeah so that's that was a big dilemma for me um but i don't know it's more it's more natural natural for me to be uh, to have something of my own, like to to build something from zero to to the moon. <laughs> um, I did work as a 
freelancer and the pay is amazing. Uh, especially when you come from a place like here, uh, it gives you an ability to live anywhere in the world and not care about money. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, I became a very, very good bubble developer in the last, I don't know, like 12 months. Uh, and yeah, that gives me an advantage uh, of choosing jobs and then choosing clients. Uh, and that's all great. But it kind of started to give me, uh, to give me like anxiety uh because there were a lot of deadlines to meet i had a lot of clients in one month i had a lot of calls i had a lot of uh deadlines i had to like it was all just crazy because the demand for bubble developers right now is huge like and i couldn't say no to anyone <laughs> because it always comes with a big paycheck And I was like obsessed with building, obsessed with uh, creating things. And I couldn't stop myself. And then I came to a point, but, and I also worked on a side project, which was bio. And I came to a point where we got the investment from on deck. And I was like, okay, I can balance this too. I can work as a bubble developer for like whether it's going to be freelance, whether it's going to be another company and I can work on bio and I definitely crashed. Like I crashed big time. I haven't had a burnout like that in, I don't know how long. I think I never had a burnout like that for two weeks. I couldn't open my laptop. I couldn't think of, of doing anything. And Being a founder, it does have a lot of challenges, but it definitely gives you the freedom to build and be creative and also manage your deadlines. I'm not saying I'm working less, <laughs> maybe working more, <laughs> but I don't know, just not having that pressure of having like, uh, like, predefined deadlines or you have to deliver this to your client otherwise you won't get paid uh, that stress is out of the picture at the moment I'm definitely uh, loving what I do like I love building things with bubble like I don't know if if I say this too often but I do <laughs> um, and uh, being a founder is giving me the, the freedom to, uh, how do I say Like to plan my own day, to plan my own time, um, to work on something that I love, to do, um, how do I say Like to innovate. Right now we're in the space of pivoting the app, which is scary, but also awesome because we finally like found something that really works for us as founders, but also like we found this huge pain point for companies and we're excited to give them a tool that will solve that. That feeling cannot be replaced with anything, like with any job, with any freelancing gig that pays you like, I don't know how many money, 
that thing is is priceless. That sounds wonderful. So can you speak about bio? What's unique about it? Any good news? And how it's solving a pain point for companies as you spoke about? So that's a new thing. <laughs> so uh, as many of people know that that came across bio, uh, bio is uh, right now a portfolio builder. Uh, if you are a maker, if you create uh, software, if you create things, uh, and if you do a lot of things such as myself, like as you mentioned before, like communities and founding and everything, uh, you have the ability to create this one page where you can put everything and integrate all of the favorite apps that you use, you can integrate them in one place. And uh, that is great and gives you the, also something that not a lot of portfolios offer is you can create different versions of your portfolio. Uh, so for example, when you apply for a job, uh, for a bubble job, you can give them one portfolio. And if you apply for a speaking conference, you can send another one. And it's going to be one base for your portfolio, but different versions, which is great. It can get like really personal. You can attach a personal video, introduce yourself, hi Aziz, or if I'm applying at bubble, hi bubble, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and that product for me personally, it solves a big, uh, issue because uh, me as a person that does a lot of things, I needed a place like that. Uh, but the data shows something different. Um, we are testing bio for three weeks now, I believe. And we came across this interesting portfolios, which were not created from uh, for people, like for, they were created by people, but they're not a personal portfolio. They are more like a company portfolio. And we're like, okay, interesting. And uh, we uh, we discovered that a lot of the companies are using their bio portfolios as um, sales tool. For example, if I have a client, future client, I'm in the sales process. Um, and I need to give them something like documents. I need to give them links. I need to share data with them. Uh, they're using bio to send one link and add everything there. And that's very, very interesting. And we're like, okay, so we found this really cool signal in the data that solves a big pain point for clients. We spoke with those people. And they told us they, they need a place where they can, that it's not an email thread and, it, and that it's not a bunch of PDFs sent in, in those threads. And they need a place where they, the data doesn't get lost. And like, okay, let's think about it. And we came with this idea to build, to reuse all of the elements from bio uh, it has a very similar structure of building a page instead of like, I mean, bio itself is a no-go tool. <laughs> like you, all you have to do is click these buttons and you have a page ready to be shared. And because of that idea, we're like, okay, can we add documents to, to bio? Can we add like PDFs? Can we add Excel spreadsheets or Word documents, stuff like that? We're like, 
I, I dug a little bit and it turns out with bubble, it is possible. <laughs> so right now we are creating this thing called micro portal uh, that gives the ability for uh, sales teams to be more efficient in their communication with future clients. So all they have to do is give them this one link, just as a bio portfolio, give them one link with everything in it. And they can collaborate on it, they can comment, they can assign tasks, um, they can assign people to those tasks. And the, the great thing about it is it gives you analytics. So it's not just send email and is it open? Is it not open? Is that link clicked? It's not. It, did someone downloaded the PDF that I sent? Right now, you have the ability to see that. Like you have a dashboard for your client. Uh, you can see when they opened the, the link that you sent, where they clicked. Have they clicked on the PDF that you wanted them to click? Uh, have they completed the tasks? And they can also like get reminders, which is also something that is very useful to, to sales teams. And uh, yeah, we're looking to publish this next week, probably, or end of this one. Yeah, it's Monday, so probably end of this one because we're building with Bubble again. <laughs> and it's, yeah, super fast and it's great. I love that. That's the entrepreneurial adventure that you said cannot be replaced by being any kind of uh, uh, developer or doing anything else and it's uh, discovery it's like pieces of the puzzle and everything you spoke about bio you spoke about yourself everything that you're doing but really you did that can you say a small summary pitch or whatever of what is bio where people can go to use it how can it be useful to any of the listeners or anybody currently or maybe like you said soon you will publish it in a different way so use that value proposition instead since things are changing and if people want to learn about you what's the best place for them to go is it twitter and i will write it in the description is it linkedin just share all the details Luckily, bio is not going anywhere. It's going to be as a, as another tool that we created. It, we're not going to shut it down or anything like that. And I do think it's very useful. Um, so bio is something that will help you land your dream job, something that will make you send like a personal portfolio, like personalized, something that will get you instantly connected with the receiver of your portfolio and it's not just another resume it's not a linkedin profile it's something that it's very uh personal for you uh you can attach all, all sorts of stuff there you can attach a video uh so it's more engaging for the audience and um i think you should definitely give it a try uh and see how it it turns out for you. <laughs> for me personally, it actually got me uh, one freelance gig and one full-time job. So that was a good thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the other thing, for MicroPortal, yeah. For MicroPortal, I think we'll have to wait like a couple of days to announce it officially. And uh, yeah, people can definitely uh, 
I think the best place to find and to see what I do is Twitter. Thank you. Yes, like you said, I recommend to everybody to test and use and try out Bio, as well as, of course, of course, Processio, which is what makes this podcast even possible. Processio is the modern low-code, no-code platform for advanced automation and creating an enterprise-grade backend for your software. You can even integrate it with Bubble as a backend builder. You can request access to a totally free account at processio.app. And for those who have higher business needs, there is a very generous 50% discount code which is better 50 off one word all in capital letters more information in the description marina this was my pleasure my honor my privilege i wish you a lot of excitement on this journey on this adventure a lot of great news a lot of evolutions and revolutions and i wish you a great day same thank you this for for inviting me this was awesome thank you again 